In today's solo, I talk about how time is your enemy and it's actually making any path that you want to take longer every single day that you wait. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Leadership is never given. It is always stolen. Chris Whitehead, DC Tribe Josh Thomas. Today solo, we're going to talk about the topic of procrastination. The title of this episode is The Road Doesn't Get Any Shorter While You Wait. Now, I wish I could take credit for that because that sounds like some epic stuff, Uh, but unfortunately, I can't. It was said by somebody else uh, within my group or sphere of influence, and uh, if this was your original quote, please speak up because I don't actually remember where it came from. I just remember how cool it was, and it was cool enough to write it down. The road doesn't get any shorter while you wait, and that is a strong lesson. Uh, Maybe lesson isn't even powerful enough of a word. It's a warning. It's a warning that says, if you don't get up and do something, you're going to be faced with the same obstacle tomorrow. In fact, I can show you why that's actually going to be a longer obstacle, a longer path tomorrow than it is today. And I'm talking about time. You see, we value time differently based on how much of it we have. If you think about it, if you have a big giant storage shed full of food, you're not too worried about what's happening if the grocery store doesn't have, you know, if if there's some kind of weird issue like when the pandemic started and everybody wanted to go and buy toilet paper and there was like you bought like an 87-year supply of toilet paper. And some people were freaking out because they only have one roll. Like all of a sudden, oh, that matters a lot. But if you have a lot of something, it matters less. It's less important. And time is no different. Because tomorrow, technically speaking, anyway, tomorrow you're going to wake up with less time than you have today. And that is going to compress everything that you do. Which means something yesterday that took you an hour, that has a value of X. And something today that takes you an hour, that has a value of X minus whatever. The idea is about the the time value of time. We talk about the time value of money, which is basically money is not worth as much to you later as it is to you right now due to various factors, you know, inflation, whatever. But money is worth a certain amount right now, and it's worth less at a later time than it is right now. And time is actually no different. In fact, time kind of lives on its own rules because time cannot be replaced. And if you think about all of the things that you refuse to do now because they would take too much time, then you really understand what I'm talking about. I don't have the time for that. 
I don't want to set aside the time to do that thing. We would sit there as kids for hours when I was a teenager. I would sit there for hours playing some video game, Final Fantasy VII, by the way. Uh, I would play some video game for hours until I could unlock everything and, and beat the main guy at the end. And uh, gosh, sometimes I wouldn't even go to sleep because I would just sit up and playing this game for weeks and weeks at a time. But there's no way that I would do that now. Uh, not because I didn't enjoy it then, but because I need to decide what's the best value of my time. And there are unfortunately certain decisions that we make as adults, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, that cause us to wait because now maybe it isn't the time. And that road that we need to travel down, that road's not getting any shorter while we wait. In fact, it's getting longer because of what I just shared. The road gets longer if you wait. So I want to give you uh, an example here. I did a little bit of research, and I found out that if you want to run a marathon, that's 26.2 miles. And if you're a metric system person, uh, I think it's like 40 kilometers. Uh, I don't know. I'm really bad at that stuff. But, okay, 26.2 miles is a marathon. Now, the average path that you have to take to complete a marathon, 26.2 miles, is you need to take an average of 55,374 steps to complete a marathon. That sounds overwhelming. If you think about the amount of steps, now, it's not too bad because if you're wearing a pedometer or a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something like that, they all tell you you need to get in 10,000 steps a day. So, I mean, technically speaking, you could walk a marathon in like a week. Uh, but most people don't think about it like that. They just think about it like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. I'm going to wait until I'm ready. I'm going to wait until I'm ready to do that. Uh, I don't know if I want to start this thing. I want to wait till I'm ready. And you know what? I'm 42 years old as of this recording. I have never run a marathon. Now, first of all, I've never been interested in running a marathon. But if I were interested in running a marathon... I would probably say something along the lines of, I think I'm just going to wait until I'm ready to do that. I'm not sure if I'm ready. I'm going to wait. Because that's human nature. There's nothing wrong with that line of thinking. Except waiting isn't going to make that any easier for me in the future. In fact, it's going to make it harder because the older I get, the less responsive my muscles are, the easier it is for me to be prone to injury, uh, and the more difficult it's going to be for me to train and prepare. So 55,374 steps is how many steps I need to take to complete a marathon. But what if I didn't wait? What can I do right now to start that marathon? You know, I'm sitting here on a Monday afternoon uh, after a full work day, and I bet I have the energy to get out there and run a mile. And that mile is going to equal about 1,600 to 2,000 steps, depending on how wide my gate is. And if I was able to run at a decent pace, like not super fast, just a regular paced mile, 10-minute mile, if I was able to do that for an hour, I will have run almost 20% of a marathon if I can maintain a 10-minute mile for an hour. That's about 10,000 steps. And I didn't wait. 
I'm 20% of the way there just because I didn't wait. And I did something that even in my moderate shape that I'm in right now, I could complete that right now. And it's going to make that path just that much shorter because I did not wait. But if I do wait, it's 55,374 steps tomorrow to run that marathon. Now, I want you to think about how that might apply to you and your life. That path to greatness that excellence that you're trying to achieve, that mastery of that one topic or that musical instrument or that foreign language that you want to learn. The path to proficiency in anything is going to take the amount of time that it's going to take, regardless of when you start. And the value of that time for you increases with every single day that you wake up because you have less of it. That road's getting longer every single day that you wait. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, I am fluent in Spanish. I was not always fluent in Spanish. I did not grow up in a Spanish-speaking household. I did not have a lot of resources. My uncle Elmer (laughs) was a Spanish teacher in high school. He was my Spanish teacher in uh, ninth grade. And he did a great job, and I appreciate him, and he is one of the most influential people in my life. Elmer, if you're listening, thank you. But, you know, it wasn't really enough. Like high school Spanish in Kentucky, uh, not exactly the place where you, you know, you pick up a bunch of skills. And so I got out and I went on, I focused on other things. And then I kept saying, man, I'd really love to learn Spanish. It just seems like something that I should know. Man, I really need to learn Spanish. And years and years and years go by. Decades go by, really. Until I'm 35 years old and I'm at this moment where it's like, well, I had a decision to make. I was, I was in a transitional period of my life and I wanted to do something that was just for me. And one of those things was learning Spanish. I was 35 years old and I decided, you know what? I'm going to learn Spanish because I've been talking about wanting to and needing to for so long. I'm just going to stop waiting and I'm just going to start doing it because the path to being proficient and fluent in Spanish was going to take me however long it was going to take me. And it kept getting longer every day because I wasn't doing it. And so I started and it wasn't very good and it took me a long time and it was awkward and I've got a bunch of really amazing, embarrassing stories from things that I've gotten wrong and said wrong. I've offended people, I've embarrassed people, including myself, and I've also been able to visit Uh, six different Latin American countries and see parts of it that none of my friends could have ever experienced because they didn't understand the language or the culture. And so there's all of these benefits, right? But I didn't wait. That was the thing. It took me however long it took me, but I didn't wait. And now I run into people, man, oh, yeah, dude, you're fluent Spanish. I mean, like, you know, there's like a billion people on this planet that speak Spanish. They're all fluent in Spanish. It's not that impressive, man. It's just a language. But it is, I guess, a little bit impressive because I'm just a regular white guy uh, with no uh, Latin DNA or family or anything. Um, and I was able to speak, uh, pick it up at a high level. But the point of it is I didn't wait. I stopped. I did wait, actually. I waited until I was 35, and that was too long. I waited because that's what I decided. Nah, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next year. Yeah, I'll find a way. I'll find some time to get around to that eventually until it was just like, no. No no one showed up 
There wasn't like a little fairy that floated down in her sparkly cloud and anointed me and like put her little star baton on each of my shoulders and said, Josh, I now anoint you. You are ready to do the thing. That did not happen, guys. And I think a lot of us are waiting for that coronation. We're waiting for that moment to somebody to come by and say, hey, you know that thing that you've been putting off for a long time? Everything's in place now. You're ready. Go ahead and start. We keep waiting for that moment to arrive. And it never is going to arrive. It will never show up. So I chose Chris Whitehead's quote for a reason. Leadership is never given. It is always stolen. Because if you think about it, leadership is a good way to understand the the path to leadership. It's not going to get any shorter while you're waiting for somebody to decide that, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so over there has been doing such a good job. I think we're going to make him a leader. That's not going to happen, guys. You have to walk the path of becoming the leader. And that path is going to be as long as it is. And it's not going to be any shorter tomorrow. In fact, it's going to be longer. And so what you have to do is you have to get up and you have to decide, I'm going to walk that path today. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to wait till everything is right. I'm not going to wait till I'm comfortable and I'm ready and everything's in place. I'm going to get up right now and I'm going to take that first step. And if I can take that first step, there's only 55,373 left. And I know that. And then I can take the next step and the next step and the next step. And that path now has a definitive end because I'm on it. I know that I can take this path and I know I can finish this race because I'm doing it. And the only thing I really have to focus on, and I do know that this came from Mike Claudio. We were standing there in a restaurant one time and he was giving me feedback on something and he said, look, the key to success here is just don't quit. So many people have great ideas. They could be all of these amazing things. They could do all of these incredible things, but they quit. Just don't quit. That path is not going to get any shorter while you wait. That'll do it for this episode of the Do Zone Solos. I really hope that you can internalize this lesson. And I hope that it hits you right between the eyes for something that's been rattling around in your brain that you want to get out and do, but you haven't been because you're just going to wait till tomorrow. That path is not getting any shorter. In fact, it's getting longer because your time is ticking away every single day. Take advantage of it now. Start now. Don't wait. Don't wait till tomorrow. Wait till the end of this episode and then get up and do the thing that you've been wanting to do. Start the thing. You don't even have to finish it. You just have to start it. Whatever it is, do it right now. All right, let's go get some stuff done, guys. See you again. I have a job for you. 
Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at The Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into The Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go do something already. See you next time.